greatest teacher who ever lived and the greatest message ever taught says, it's not your life, it's not your problems, not your difficulties that are insurmountable. It is the presence and the love of God. And therefore, you can make this day a golden rule day. If you were going to guess what prayer have human beings prayed more than any other single prayer, what do you think it would be? I'm going to get to my own guess at that one in a little bit. I actually have to start with something of a correction. I was reading a while ago from a book called The Pursuit of Happiness, God's Way. It's by a uh, very brilliant Swiss Catholic theologian, uh, Survey Pinkers. He died a few years ago. But he's talking about um, the, the eternal quest for happiness that human beings have, and that we need to think about God in such a way that we don't think that he's mean or distant or severe. We have to rethink uh, our picture of God. And he has this sentence in it, our God does not love unhappiness. He takes no pleasures and tragedies and terrors. Our and that sentence was so great, I underlined it because I wanted to read it twice. Our God doesn't love unhappiness. Unfortunately, I read it the opposite. I read it, our God does not love happiness. And a friend, Jim Taylor, wrote in to correct that. Jim is a very bright guy. He's a philosopher. He's a college professor. He's an author. And he was very kind in the way that he wrote it. You know, smart people are not always real merciful. Um, rich people, strong people, uh, impressive people are not always real merciful. And all of that brings us to our beatitude for today. Blessed are the merciful. Jim was quite merciful when he wrote me. I'm not even quite confident that I'm pronouncing survey pink errors correctly. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And quite often in our world, uh, folks who are merciful end up with a life that doesn't look like the lives of those who are strong and smart and successful and impressive. We're learning with the Beatitudes that um, they are not things that we do to engineer our way into God's kingdom. They are expressions from Jesus about how now, through Jesus, life in God's kingdom is available to anybody, including people that the world thinks is way out of luck. And um, the Beatitudes take a little bit of a turn today um, because some of the qualities we're going to look at now, like merciful, is actually a good quality as opposed to being poor in spirit or um, mourning or so. Uh, I will say this about mercy. Um, mercy is often misunderstood. Mercy is not leniency. Being lenient is wanting to avoid unpleasantness. And so it will often do something that might be quite soft. Um, mercy is willing to be quite hard. What mercy wants to avoid is vengeance. Mercy always wills the good for a person, even if that person has hurt me. And therefore, mercy is always willing to speak the truth. Um, churches sometimes get confused about this. For church that I worked at, there was a woman there who believed that she could sing like Sandy Patty. She thought she was the next Sandy Patty. You might know Sandy Patty, unbelievably gifted 
Singer Dove Awards and sold on how many millions of records. Last couple of years, several times a year, I'm at a church called Crossings in Oklahoma. And it turns out that Sandy Patty and her husband Don have actually been a part of that church. I got to sing in a chapel standing next to Patty. And what Mercy would say to that woman at that church so many years ago, uh, to quote an old vice presidential debate, um, I know Sandy Patty. Sandy Patty is a friend of mine. Singer, you are no Sandy Patty. Because mercy will speak truth. Mercy wants the good. The Hebrew word for mercy, chesed, is often translated steadfast love. And that's very telling. It's steadfast love. It's love that endures even if it looks like the other person, even if the other person thinks that they are not lovable, that they are unlovely, that they are ugly. Often mercy is most needed where there is shame or guilt or failure, and then a heart that is warm and a heart that is filled with compassion will flow towards that person, and they just can't shut it off. So I want to read for you now several statements in the Bible about the mercy of God, and I invite you to just let it in. Psalm 100. This is the first Bible passage I ever memorized, and I was a kid in Sunday school. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. And then uh, it ends by saying, for his mercy is everlasting. Well, the familiar words of Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, then ends, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Or, The prophet in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. You think about that. You never come to God and have him say, oh man, you know, sin was a lot worse than I thought it was going to be today. We had huge sin blizzards going on in the Northeast and I ran out of mercy. We should have been here an hour ago. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. There used to be a thing called newspapers, and they would be new every morning. Sometimes you go to a newsstand and a day-old paper had got left there and might get delivered by mistake. Nobody cared about that. Nobody wanted that. That was obsolete. That was irrelevant. Yesterday's newspaper, you, you didn't get yesterday's mercies. What was your morning like this morning? Do you understand you? With whatever sin is fresh in your life, as fresh as yesterday, God's mercies are as new as this morning. Psalm 136, uh, this remarkable song that uh, Israel loved to sing, Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. His mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. And then the people would all chant, His mercy endures forever. And then... uh, Give thanks to God, and it would just go on and on for his unfailing love. His mercy endures forever 26 times because the psalmist wanted it drummed into us. God's mercy endures forever. Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 calls God the Father of all mercies. The Father. Every time you see mercy in a person, in a book, in a movie, um, at work, in an atheist, you are seeing God at work. When Jesus was being criticized for hanging out with sinners, his response was, those who are well have no need of a doctor. Sick people do. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, 
and not sacrifice. And I love Jesus here. It's like, I'm hanging out with Mr. Sinner and Ms. Prostitute and Chief Tax Collector. I don't have time to teach you this. You can go sit in the chair by yourself in the timeout corner and ponder this. What does it mean that where other gods wanted sacrifice, that's what enriched a God gave its status. God says, no, that's not what I want. What I want is mercy. And then, of course, Micah 6, 8. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what God desires of you. Do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly before your God. So the invitation for you today is to extend mercy to other people. Look for folks today who are hurting, who are isolated, who feel uncared for, that nobody else is noticing, and you notice them and be a purveyor of mercy. Last night, I had three friends and they had, as a surprise to me, um, arranged for a Zoom and they asked me, how can we pray for you? And how can we help you? And I got so choked up, I just finally had to do this. I can't take a... Mercy is such a gift. Um, in Matthew chapter 20, there's two blind men sitting on the side of the road and Jesus is going by and their cry is, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. And there it is. That was all the way through the Old Testament. But that prayer in the Greek, you may know this if you have an Orthodox background, Kiri eleison, Lord, have mercy. And that's part of many, many liturgies throughout the history of the church. People have prayed that all through the days. I think that may be the most common prayer. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord's prayer has been said a lot, but it's a little bit longer. One, This one is so quick. Lord, have mercy. I had lunch with a good friend today, and the waiter had a little, uh, uh, like a phone-sized computer that he couldn't figure out. It took five minutes for us to order our food. Lord, have mercy, my friend said. And then he was asking me about my life, and I was just walking through it. And he's been through unbelievable suffering, uh, incredible burns when he was six months old, scars rejected by his father. Lord, have mercy. Just come out. Lord, have mercy. That's the prayer for today. Lord, have mercy. When you're on the road, when you're frustrated, when you're angry, when you're confused, Kiri Ileisan, Lord, have mercy. So, let me read. This is an ancient prayer. This will end our time together. Make this your prayer now. If you're at a place where you can close your eyes, you might want to do that. Lord, King and Father, essence of the Godhead, have mercy on me. Lord, fount of light and creator of all things, have mercy on me. Lord, thou who has sealed us in your image, have mercy on me. Christ, true God and true man, have mercy on me. Christ, rising Son, thou whom are all things, have mercy on me. Lord, life-giving Spirit, have mercy on me. Lord, breath of the Father and Son, in whom are all things, have mercy on me. Lord, purger of sin, giver of grace, 
we beseech you, abandon us not because of our sins. O consoler of the sorrowing soul, have mercy on me. Blessed are the merciful, they shall obtain mercy. Make it a golden rule day. You've been listening to Become New with John Orbert, where you can receive 10 minutes of daily teaching about the person you're becoming. If you like what you're hearing, you can head on over to our website, becomenew.com, where John has over 710 minute teachings on the person you're becoming, cataloged in 20 different series covering a range of topics you might be interested in. If you'd like to receive the emails that go along with each episode that include extra resources and discussion questions, you can let us know at becomenew.com slash subscribe. Lastly, if you have a prayer request, there's a team of us who meet each weekday to pray for listeners just like yourself. You can send your specific request to us at the number 855-888-0444. I'm glad you're here, and we'll catch you next time.